Zach Wilson wrote a love story on Sunday night. The Jets end up losing 23-20 to the Chiefs to fall to 1-3 and on the season. But Zach Wilson played the game of his life. And while there aren't really moral victories in the NFL, this felt close to one for the Jets, who fought till the very end against the mighty Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs. Kaz and I will react to Zach Wilson's impressive game, the Jets keeping things closed, and some questionable officiating that helped the Chiefs win this one. It's all coming up next on Gangs All Here from the New York Post. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome back to Gangs All Here, our Jets podcast from the New York Post. Jake Brown here with the Jets beat writer for the Post, Brian Costello. Make sure you subscribe to the New York Post Sports YouTube page to watch all episodes. And wherever you get podcasts, just search for Gangs All Here. Well, guys, there's no moral victories in the NFL. The Jets are still one in three, but they gave us a hell of a fight. I mean, what an entertaining Sunday night game. And before the game even started, you know, for the people at home watching, like me, we're already sick of the Taylor Swift sightings. My God, they showed every two seconds, um, you know, the references, the songs, everything. Welcome to New York. Because the Zach Wilson uh, with the best game of his life. Who would have thought we would leave this game with Zach Wilson outplayed Patrick Mahomes? You know, I didn't think I'd utter that sentence in the history of planet Earth. But he did, cause, and, you know, the defense was not very good for the Jets. Yes, they forced a few turnovers, but they got off to a slow start. It was 17 nothing, and you were like, here we go. Blowout city. You get a weird safety on a penalty in the end zone, a field goal. You know, you go into the half down 20-12. to 12. Defense plays much better in the second half, nearly shuts them out until the end, but they lose 23-20. But, Kaz, it's hard to walk away from this game being that mad. And I know a lot of Jets fans and Coach Sala and Sauce are mad at the holding call that was very late. The flag came out super late after the interception happened. Jets fans, you have a right to be mad at that call. Jets also didn't get a few calls. There's video of Jermaine Johnson getting held for like 10 seconds and they didn't call it on one play. So the officiating was not great. But, you know, the Jets should have still found a way to win this game. But you can't be too mad if you're a Jets fan today. I think there are moral victories, Jake. And this is a moral victory. Like, just consider where you were a week ago with this team, right? And all last last week was one of the noisiest weeks I've ever had covering the Jets. From Joe Namath 
his comments on the Michael K show, um, you know, then, then Rogers is telling them to grow up on Pat McAfee show, all the noise around Zach, should they bench him? They need another quarterback, play Trevor Simeon, play anyone. I'll take anyone, all that, you know, it, it, it was loud last week. It's going to be quieter this week. It's not any quiet, but it'll be quieter. And you feel like you have a season, right? There's hope now. Um, I felt like hope was vanishing quickly with Jets fans, and now you have hope. And I think in, and it's the same thing inside the Jets building. Are they going to be upset today a little bit? Yeah, they had a shot at knocking off Kansas City and didn't pull it off. But I think overall they're going to be pretty happy once they once the pain dissipates from that loss and they kind of, kind of look at the big picture. They just went toe-to-toe with the defending champs. So now everyone in the schedule – Right. Eagles, that's gonna be a tough game. The rest of the rest of it looks like okay, Jets could win these games. They they they, they can win games again, right? And so I, I think the big and the biggest thing is part of that is Zach Wilson. He showed you that we were we've been the one of my critiques of Zach Wilson, Jake, has been he he didn't have one game that you pointed to and was like, ah, oh, he he really controlled that game. Like with Sam Darnold, there was games where you're like he controlled the game. Zach Zach didn't have it till last night. He was he was in control from the second quarter on. He played really well, and then he had the you know the costly fumble at the end. But you have to be encouraged by the way Zach Wilson played, and um, you know I, I think uh, I I know everyone says no moral victories, but I, I I think this was definitely a moral victory. I don't think it should be overlooked. Rogers being there, I think that played a factor. I mean, you're playing. I, I know you're going to say no, but I think he's up there watching. He talks to him before the game. It, it had nothing you know. to do with Zach Wilson. Had like because I'm a little tired of this storyline. Like when Zach does anything well, oh, like, like it was a son. Was like Zach's playing better. Rogers, like, they give the kid credit. He played. He was the one on the field. I think Aaron Rodgers would be the first one that, to say that. I think Rogers showing up Saturday may have galvanized the team a little bit. Uh, you know, there was fractures coming. You could feel it coming last week. Like, especially on the offense, I thought there was a lot of finger pointing in, on the offense. And I think Rogers came and said, "Hey guys, stop it, knock it off." And I think him just being there was a warm moment for the team. And uh, I think that helped them. But don't take away from Zach Wilson. He went out and played his ass off and, and he deserves all the credit. No, he does. He played well and he had a nice run. He had a, he had a couple incredible throws. The touchdown throw to Lazard was a laser. Um, so this is, our, you know, his best game. Now he's got to have a, you know, he's got to keep it up. You know, I, I, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> people want trick. to. That's you want trick. to give him a Heisman Trophy. You want to call him the MVP. It's one game, and you got to go out and beat Denver. You know, if you go lose to Denver next week, God, and he throws two picks, it's like, all right, back, back. to square one. Here, yeah. here comes Trevor Simeon. So he's got to have a repeat performance in Denver. And that's the trick. That's the tricky part with Zach is, you know, there there have been good moments. through. Like, right, we talked about Pittsburgh, that fourth quarter in Pittsburgh last year. We talked about that a ton. And it didn't really carry over after that. And so, uh, yeah, the to be a good one, you have to be consistently do it. So, yeah, you're right. I agree with you. I think you got, he's got to go out and ball in Denver this week and figure out a way to win this game. Uh, and then you're talking, you know, then you're then you're at two and three facing a tough Eagles team and then the bye. But you're you're alive if you can beat this Broncos team. And you got it. The Broncos nearly just lost to the Bears who have beat no one in, in a year. So this it's a must win. Is there's no other like way around it? Haven't must we win. said? Haven't you said must win for the last like I don't know how many weeks? Right? <laughs> I said a Patriots. I didn't Patriots say this game week. was a must. Patriots game was definitely a must win. The Patriots was a must win more for morale's sake, for your record and for your playoff sanity. 
Uh, this is a must win in Denver. How about this stat? Zach Wilson is the only opposing QB to have more completions, more passing yards, more touchdown passes, and fewer interceptions than Patrick Mahomes in a Mahomes start college or pro. That's 127 starts, including postseason. This was historic, guys. You don't really need stats. Like you, you, everyone saw it. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Although Patrick Mahomes did some Patrick Mahomes things at the end of that game with the running for a 25 yard first down. I know Jermaine was held, but he still ran for 25 yards for a first down. Uh, and then and then icing the game with that run. So um, you know, I think the other guy Jake that deserves some credit is Nathaniel Hackett. He took a lot of he took a beating last week too. Um, trickery. We finally saw some trickery. Yeah, I didn't think the trickery did much. The flea flicker didn't it didn't really excite me. The reverse I, to Gibson was a good one. That was a nice little play. The first one. Not the first good. one. The first yeah. one was a disaster. Second um one. yeah, I well, I, I just give him credit. A lot of more play action, which clearly Zach was comfortable in. Uh he did take some shots. I thought the first play of the game was gonna be a shot. Uh it wasn't there. So he he clearly, you know, he, he opened it up a little bit, which I think. You know, people have to understand who the defense, Denver defense lends itself to that. Or they, sorry, the Kansas City defense lends itself that a little bit more more aggressive. New England was kind of sitting back and playing a shell, and it's hard to be really aggressive against New England. I think that's why he saw more checkdowns. So he, uh, I, I thought Hackett called a nice game. You know, now the, the last piece, Jake, right? Like they got to figure out the running game, right? The running game was non-existing except for that one long run by Brees, and he had another like 11-yard run. Dalvin Cook looks done um i mean maybe he's not but he i i just he, he doesn't look good right now but they gotta figure out the running game i thought the offensive line played well jake too uh they didn't get a lot of attention they they played pretty well this new look line has definitely improved the team so you know we know the formula jake i, I don't think the formula is having zach throw as many times as he did last night i can't remember what the total what was the 39 times he threw that's probably not the way you want to go uh, you want to be a little bit lower than that, get the running game going and play defense from you know the beginning of the game instead of just starting in the second quarter. Yeah, they got to be able to run the football better. I was going to bring that up because, you know, outside, yeah, that 43-yard run, it was 5 for 13 for Brees, 5 for 16, Dalvin Cook, 2 for 14, Zach, 2 for 13, Will uh, Gibson, and 1 for 9, Micah Carter. And you're right, like, you were right about, you know, Dalvin Cook, at least it looks like for now, he is the walking yeah. Two-yard run. Like, he does not get more than three yards on a run. Yeah, uh, It's kind of he, a buzzkill when he's out there, it feels like. He reminds me of Le'Veon. It's, it's what Le'Veon looked like with the Jets, right? It was running to the line, and there's nowhere to go. I think you have to consider Jake playing Michael Carter more. Um, he's always been the third down back. He's been doing well in that role, but maybe he deserves a little bit more run over Cook. I, I just, and then, you know, Brees has an 11-yard run. I don't remember what part of the game this was, Jake. He runs the ball for 11 yards on first down. They throw it to him for seven yards, and then they take him out of the game and put Dalvin Cook in. I just don't get that. It's like, let him, let let Hall run, go. Like, if he, you know, if you're going to have Cook a series, okay. But when Brees is out there and he, he gets 11 yards on the first play and then catches one for seven yards, keep him on the field. Keep feeding them the ball. Yeah, and uh, you know maybe they're uh, they, they keep easing Brees into it, but oh, he's uh, in. I mean, last week Jake he played what thirty one snaps last week. I mean, he, it's mm-hmm. o- the pitch count stuff's over. He's he's back hundred percent in. So I don't think that's this. I, I think this is just oh, oh we're gonna sub this guy in. You know that that kind of the rotation stuff. But uh, I would definitely be feeding Brees more, and I think Michael Carter deserves a little bit more run too. Well, this game, you know, was a Jake Brown special. I know you said that quiet. It's the uh, the trick play talkers. You could have just put it at Jake Brown radio on that one. That's a Jake special. But, you know, the second reverse work, they tried the flea flicker. Listen, there was guys wide open on the flea. No, flicker. no, no. Took, the broadcast was totally wrong. 
the safety was coming over the top. Lazar, it would have had to have been a perfect throw to get to Lazar. The safety was right. The safety was sitting right over the top. It, that would have been. A, that's why he couldn't throw it. It, it was a tough play, but he, he was they, fairly. They, he was open for a little a little bit but, there. He was no. Open. You, you, the good news, Jake, is they didn't have to run trick plays. They ran their offense last night, and the offense worked. And he made good throws working within the system. He threw his seam route to Conklin that was beautiful over a linebacker's head. He the throw the touchdown throw to Lazard was beautiful. He he was operating. He did both of his things last night, which is he operated the offense, and then when the play did break down, he would he made some plays. You know, like the the long throw to Lazard, the thirty nine yarder. That was a play breaking down, and he found them. So like that's exactly what you want from Zach Wilson. They didn't have to trick it up last night. They they ran their offense. They just opened things up a little bit. You know, and and I think the defense allowed some of that with Kansas City the way they played. Uh, so I don't know if you can expect that every week because, you know, now the defensive quarters are going to go to school and what they saw last night, you know, the Denver defense hasn't been very good. They gave up 70 points two weeks ago, but we'll see what they can cook up for Zach Wilson. And a beautiful throw. You know, everyone on the broadcast wanted to talk about Isaiah Pacheco, who had a great game, the Jersey Vines land. I think it is Vine land. Vine I don't, know where, yep, I don't know where the hell is that central is that South up North and South Jersey. You know, he runs with authority. It was very interesting, you know, when he had that run, then he did the, got the first down, then he did push-ups. Then the Jets give up another 10-yard run him. C.J. Mosley does push-ups. The next play, C.J. Mosley drops an interception right through his hands. Joe Beningo was somewhere screaming, "This guy, bro, this guy can't make a big play. He made an bro. interception. He had an interception now before the half. So Later, yeah. yeah. Although yeah. that one didn't matter as much. And that's the yeah. other part of this was – in the moment, cause I didn't hate going for the field goal just because Greg the light's pretty reliable. You get it to twenty fifteen. You only had thirty seconds left. I was more mad at the clock management leading up to that. They had three timeouts and they didn't use any up until then. Like I was like, use it with a minute left. Get because mm-hmm. if you had more time there, cause and you're at the thirty five, you might be like, all right, we'll definitely go for this because we still have time to get to the end zone. I know he didn't play well last night, but you do not want to give fifteen time on the clock, Jake. How many times? Did Brady break your heart at the end of a first half driving down the field? If you're using your timeouts and you don't and you don't convert, now if you give Mahomes a minute, you're, you might they might score. So like that's all about not 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 letting Mahomes get the ball back. I in the I'm opposite of you, Jake. In the moment, I was going go for it, go for it, go for it because it felt like the Jets had all the momentum going their way. Like like go go try to punch it in. Salah's explanation made sense to me. Thirty seconds, you're probably going to end up kicking a field goal, but I, but. My argument to him would be, well, that would be a closer field goal, right? And so if you go for it on fourth and one and you don't make it, it's the same situation as missing the field goal, right? And so 52-yarder, yeah, I, you think Zerline makes it, but there's a chance. So I, I would have gone for it. I do get his explanation, Jake, and I think I saw Seth Walder, you know, our old friend at ESPN, he tweeted that their model said they should have kicked the field goal. So analytics was with them on that one. And I get what you're saying about the clock, but I felt they would have had more time to operate offensively without having a rush if they used well, one the with balance. 55 seconds left, and then you got that's, more time, and then you go the for balance, it. That's the balance, Jake. So. But the risk, the risk is giving Mahomes time. So, and I think Salah always plays like that. He always manages the game like that, and he always he's a defensive coach. He's thinking about defense. I also think it's fair to to be more fearful of Patrick Mahomes than trusting in Zach Wilson at that moment, at that moment. So I was okay with, you know, that, that part of it, that the time management, but I would have gone for it in fourth and one. The other guy, I just mentioned the local New Jersey. Can't forget Mr. Long Island, Jeremy Ruckert sighting. I mean, a beautiful throw to Ruckert. The simple, we said, keep it simple, get it to your playmakers. When it comes to keeping it simple, 
the tight end screen. I think one of them to Rucker was a screen. They got the screen involved. They had Garrett. You said get it to your playmakers. They had a few just one-yard passes to Garrett and watch him work, get him seven, eight yards, chip away to get in that first down. I thought getting Rucker involved, we've been clamoring for that cause, was important for this offense. Yeah, no, I mean, they didn't run the ball. Very well. I, my idea was Rucker in the running game, but I, at least he was out there. Uh, they did throw it to him. Um, yeah, no, I think that was a good good, good step, Jake. That he's He stood out this spring and summer and deserves to be on the field. So maybe they him out there can get the running game going a little bit more too. And C.J. Uzama, I didn't realize it was a one-yard. I don't know why I thought it was a longer catch. It was a one-yard touchdown catch. But it was, a good it was like a, probably like a 20-yard throw, but – it was one yeah. because it was all the way to the sideline. Yeah, you know, he had a couple good – I mean, Conklin drops a touchdown. You probably got to catch that. Zach, it's a tough play. Yeah, it, was, it was a low throw. Like Zach yeah. afterwards said I, that was a, wasn't a good throw. It was a tough – I think it was a tough – I haven't watched it again, but it looked like live, it looked like a pretty tough catch. Uh, I think what Cobb said to the team and maybe Roger being there, whatever it is, him after the game, I think it was great that he said this loss is on me. That's the first time he's really done that, Cobb. And I think that's a sign of maybe maturity growing up and maybe the confidence he has from playing well, he's more frustrated that he lost because he played so well. So I think it was important that he said that. Yeah, I, you know, Jake, I've been critical of him like in terms of I, I didn't see it this summer in terms of him making a huge leap as a quarterback. He's a different guy, though. He's a di- completely different person than he was last year or the year before. Uh, I think last year humbled him greatly. I think the New England experience humbled him. Uh, I think what happened against Jacksonville humbled him. I think losing his job humbled him. So I, I do feel like he matured a lot. And uh, that's why when some people are like, oh, the locker room, the locker room, they don't like him. I, I don't think that's the case. I think guys like him. He really helped himself last night. Everyone, you know, you have to play well. That, that, that's what really matters. So I think he helped himself greatly last night with the way he played. But yeah, I thought the post game. Jake was a big, uh, big step in the right direction too, because we're we we killed them on post games in the past, obviously the New England one, but that was a good step that he did that. Yeah, I mean, I think he saw Randall Cobb take accountability after claiming the loss was on him for a hail mary, and he said, you know what, let me uh, take a page out of that leader's. You know, he's a pro's pro Cobb, and I think that was good that Zach did that. You know, someone tweeted me, "You're eating crow today." They still lost the game, so let's calm down. I want to see Zach continue to do this. I think every fan is rooting for him to do well. No one's like, I hope he fails and they get rid of him. If he does well, great. But I hope he does well and they win games. This one is an outlier. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. But, you know, beat the Bears and compete against the Eagles going to the bye and you're feeling a lot better. You know, these next few games are very important because, you know, on the last show I had brought up, you know, Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins are the names at the, you know, knocking at the door. The Titans They're not, team. they're not, Jake. They're not, they're not. That's not happening. I'm just saying, not you know, it's not happening. No, people are just saying anything. It's not happening. There's no truth in it. There's no reality to it. They're not bringing in another quarterback. If it's right. not going to be Zach, it's going to be Trevor Simeon. Like you can roll your eyes at me. I talk to people. They're not bringing anyone in here. You're saying it's a zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. All right. Yeah. It is, first. it is Trevor Simeon. You know, they like they can't afford it, Jake. Like they, people, oh whoa, they like they can't afford to do that. Like those quarterbacks cost a lot of money, and the Vikings makes zero, zero, below zero sense. Why would they? If the Vikings trade Kirk Cousins, they're basically waving a white flag to their locker room. It's over. They don't have another quarterback. Tennessee makes a little bit of sense because they've drafted two quarterbacks in the last couple of years, so maybe they turn it over to them. But like, name me Jake the last starting quarterback that got traded in the middle of a season. Go ahead. 
Huh? Wait, what? Or crack research stuff? What? No, go ahead. Who? 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 <laughs> I'm not right. sure off the top of my head. Hearts. No one. No one has ever traded their starting quarterback at the middle of a season. The biggest middle season quarterback trade is Jimmy G, and he was a backup that wasn't going to get on the field because Tom Brady was playing forever. So this doesn't happen. Like, and so people have to get over that. It's going to be Zach Wilson. And if it's not Zach Wilson. It's going to be Trevor Simeon. And, and, but, but Zach bought himself a lot of time last night, right? He's not, he's no longer, the leash is no longer short. He's got at least these two games now going to the bye, but there's no, there's no savior riding in here on a white horse. Unless Aaron Rodgers comes back, which you know he told Melissa Stark. Yeah, what was that about? He says he's going to be back this year. Like, yeah. does he think this team's in the race late December and he's back for Week Seventeen? Is miraculous? Yeah. Is that like would a doc? I mean, I guess he won't listen to a doctor. <laughs> the team doctors are like, this is a bad idea, and we will not let you do this. Like, is they that? Could. Do you think there's an actual possibility? I mean, look. There's no one inside the Jets organization telling Aaron Rodgers what to do. All right, let's start there. No coaches, no Woody Johnson didn't tell him what to do. Aaron does whatever he wants to do. Okay, so if, if he says, I'm coming back, I don't think they're going to stop him, but it seems like ludicrous to me. Like this would be, this would just be, feels like a bad idea. Because if they're in position to do anything, Jake, like when we're talking, we're talking. January, like first week of January, maybe something like that. If they're in that position, then Zach Wilson's played well. Then the team, then like then you're, you don't really, you, you then you want a guy who hasn't played football in twelve months to come in and play quarterback. Like I get it, he's Aaron Rodgers, but the risk. I just, I'm not a doctor, Jake, as you know, but a forty year old coming in playing off of a ruptured Achilles, like it feels like a bad idea to me. I mean, you you have played the part of a doctor on the show. You have been Dr. Cause on the show before. That's a, that's, that's more of a, a psychiatrist though, than, than, a, <laughs> than a, an angler foot specialist. Jay, let me do I'll give you a 1% chance. Cause I'm not, I never say 0% chance on anything. So I'll give you a 1% chance. Cause the, I, I don't like to do zero percent because that, but I'll give you a one percent chance they trade for a quarterback. But that's like or point zero zero one percent, maybe something like that. So you're like, saying there's a chance. You never say never, Jake. I've learned that through the years. But. Oh, listen, that last game happens to be January seventh in Foxborough against the Patriots, where Zach Wilson. Yeah. So it'll has be 12, the- it'll be twelve degrees. It just has yeah it has has a bad idea. There's an old Saturday Night Live skit, Jake. Bad idea jeans. And this is bad idea, jeans. This is this is not. I, I if Aaron needs that to, you know, if he wants that carrot to to drive himself through five hours of rehab every day or whatever Melissa Stark says he's doing, then I get it. But yeah, I, I don't see that as a reality. Winning in Foxborough, Jets look to snap the seven-year losing streak, and out comes Rodgers. It would be a hell of a story. And you know, part of it's he's all the haters. Everyone's saying he's done. He's probably working extra hard to get back. But, you know, I think it's good that he's there. You know, I think you credit Zach, but I think it's good there. The morale, like you said, he come to the locker room. I guess the guy's got to be fired up that he's there and back. And hopefully uh, that plays a part. Go beat Denver next week. We'll preview that on Thursday. But I do you think he's going back to California, they said. Oh, he's not going to be uh, I think in Denver. Was, I think this was a cameo. Yeah, I okay. think his plan is to rejoin yeah. the team after the bye week permanently. Yeah, they, that's what that's what NBC reported. Uh, he was going back to California this week to have his stitches removed. All right. Well, it was it was a good one time occurrence there. Um, but overall, if you're a Jets fan, you know you got to be satisfied. Now go do it again. You know it's not this can't be a the Baja man. It can't be a one hit wonder. It can't be Gloria Gaynor. This can't be a one hit wonder. You got to go out. 
and McGlory Gain might have had some others, but you know, the only one everyone knows is I will survive. But uh <laughs> this is we gotta see it again. It was it was fun to watch. There was one too where he had a play action where he put the ball behind his back and fooled the entire defense. It was almost like, like you said, like how he looked in uh, training camp at times. That's a Rodgers effect that I, is, is clear. His play action has gotten better. His fakes, because Rodgers is unbelievable with his fakes. Like what you watched in training camp, there was days where you're like, oh my, like you didn't know where the ball was. And I do think he's taught Zach some of that stuff. And to the officials, be better. You know, it's it's rocky on the stage, that primetime stage where every commercial is Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Swift's there. And the old broadcast that you throw a flag you know, 10 seconds after an interception happens, they got to be better. You know, I won't get fined by the, by the NFL by saying that, you know, they were terrib- can't say it, but they were terrible all night, Jake. And it kind of went both ways for most of the night. Like the, that the horse collar, the jets tackle, got, the jets got the benefit that of that call. Yeah. There was another one. The jets got, I can't remember as they pointed out on the broadcast earlier in the game, but the fourth quarter felt like it was all going the chiefs way. The, I thought that was intentional grounding. They didn't call it. Obviously the, call on Jermaine, the non-call on Jermaine, then the call on Sauce. So, yeah, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, Jake, but the NFL updated their profile right after the game that, what was it? Somebody sent it to me. I think it was their Instagram. Chiefs are 2-0 and as Swifties. So, like, they're eating this Taylor Swift stuff up. And it was like, so, you know, I, again, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, Jake, but I'm also not going to push back today. Yeah, I mean, th- there's something behind it. You know, it's it's alarming. And, uh, you know, let's see, you know, next week what happens and beyond, but it's a little bit alarming. And, uh, you know, it, it is frustrating that, you know, so many Swift, like just to be in the same building with her, like people like need to. Were they yeah. there, Jake? I, I I will say this. There was a lot of red in the building. There were a lot of Chiefs. Um, they were. The ticket sales skyrocketed. I forget the actual number. Yeah, but I know. But skyrocketed. I just that was Chiefs fans pouncing on tickets. I don't know. Because. The I uh, Jake they, when they did the national anthem, you weren't there, right? You didn't go. No, the national anthem, Jake. They did, you know, and they go home with the Chiefs at Arrowhead. It was they did home with the Chiefs here. It sounded like Arrowhead, so there was a lot, a lot of Chiefs fans there. You know, I couldn't tell if there was a lot of Swifties in the. In the well, crowd. they said that the Kelsey jerseys like went up like two hundred forty five or forty four hundred percent or something jersey sales. So a lot of new Swifties there. People, you know, I know like girls who are Swifties who I've never seen in a football game in my life. They're like, oh, yeah, go Chiefs. I'm like, what? Where did this come from? So there's a lot of people who have come out of the woodworks for this. Did you hand out any friendship bracelets in, in nah, the uh, press nah, box? I don't, I don't have any friends, Jake, so I didn't hand them out. So. <laughs> oh, God. That'll be to, added to, to the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, I try to stay to myself in the press box, not, not commiserate with those guys. You did not expect when it was 17 nothing that you would have got the entertaining game that you got, yeah. though. That was well, a hell of a show to watch. Okay, so I picked I, – I didn't do a score on this show. I ended up picking 27-17 was my score for the – and and people were like, how do you think the Jets are going to score 17 points? Are you crazy? They're not going to score 17 points. So I, they did. Like, And if the Chiefs had scored there at the end instead of Mahomes – Going down around the clock, it would have been it would have been thirty to twenty. So I would have been on the money with the with the number. But yeah, don't even talk about on the money and and that spread <laughs> and, and what he did there. I mean, that was yeah. minus six and a half was out the door. Minus seven and a half, minus eight and a half, and minus nine and a half. Yeah. We're all out the door because Patrick Mahomes would not take the touchdown. It was a smart a football, smart play. play, bad play for uh, bad everyone bad who bet on the Chiefs. Yeah, can we can we do a minute on the Mets, Jake? Um, oh how how do you feel about the Buck news? I was there. I was in Delta Club uh, in the bathroom as I, I'm looking on Twitter, and then boom, it comes up. 
I did go to the game because the weather was beautiful yesterday. It was a perfect day for baseball. And you know, it was kind of emotional leaving the park. Um, it's the right move. I mean, new new president, younger team, lame duck manager, a year where you you might not have the same projections like Billy Epler says. I think that was the right move. I don't think Buck is the reason they lost, but I do think he kind of lost the locker room a little bit this year and the team sucked and he deserves some blame for that. So I think it was the right move. I think the Mets are headed in a positive direction. Either get Craig Council, whoever it is, Otani or Yamamoto, you get one of the Japanese players. I've turned, I was negative. I hated the deadline. I hated what they did. I hated the season, but I've turned the page and Stearns is a genius. Everyone talks about this guy. Like he's an absolute genius. Went to Harvard. What he did with the Brewers who had no money is incredible. Now he's got all the money in the world. There's no reason Stearns can't be effective here. And listen, they got a good core in place. It's not like they have a bunch of bums out there. They need starting pitching and guys to lead up to the bullpen. And you got the young bats. You got Mauricio next year. So I felt bad because Buck was emotional. Like when, he, when once they tribute, he goes to the dugout. He's like writing things on paper. I'm like, what are you writing? The scene's over. This game means nothing. And that was clearly him deflecting. I think he was crying under the shades. And so for the guy and for him, I feel terrible. But I've said this before, being a fired manager and a backup quarterback, two of the greatest jobs in the history of mankind. He's going to get paid to do nothing next year. It's it's a hell of a life. And he's going to get paid handsomely to not have a job, cast. So, you know, a lot of Jets coaches have gone through that. And it's it's not a not a bad gig. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll I'll, just, I'll give you my coaching, Jake. Uh, my my softball team, we we rallied on Saturday. We oh. uh, we were down eight runs going into the last inning. We scored fifteen runs in the last inning to win the game. What? So, scored, was it the top of the inning? You scored fifteen. Isn't it over if you scored nine? Top. Yeah, with the top okay. of the inning. Yeah, we, and then yeah. the and then your closer shut them down yeah, in the, the bottom. Shut them down. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, I called for the bunt to lead off the the inning, and it worked. My and, favorite play. Good call. Great coaching. Uh, yeah, yes. Yes. It was. Uh, it, it was. You know. Great. Great day for the West Orange Wildcats. A fifteen run inning. Good. That's, that's usually that sounds miserable, but if it's to come back and oh, win a game, you do it. it yeah. Great. When you're doing it, it's great. Yeah, there was a lot of walks. I'd imagine of that inning, it couldn't be all. We hits. hit the ball though. Yeah, there were some. There were some walks, but we. Uh, there was a three-run home run. There was. There was a triple. There was. There was some. There was some big hitting. It wasn't. It wasn't all walks. I didn't. I didn't catch that on Sports Center last night. The the fifteen running. We need some tape. Yeah. We need highlights there. ESPN U or something. Yeah, you should have bet West Orange too, Jake. <laughs> can find them on DraftKings. Yeah, can see them on DraftKings. Give you a, uh, well, uh, parlay them. Yeah, that would have been a good parlay. Same game parlay. Everyone in the lineup to get a hit. I would have I would have cashed out, would have retired. Um, well, the Jets will take on the Bears coming up, or the Broncos, excuse me, uh, who barely squeaked by the Bears. And we'll preview that game on Thursday, and we'll close out this episode. Gang's all here next. I have a lot of thoughts on it, but I'm going to stay quiet. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, that's it. Good night to episode 153 of Gangs All Here, Jets podcast from the New York Post. Thanks to Andrew Hartz for me and producing the show. Subscribe to Gangs All Here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, wherever you get podcasts. Give us a five-star rating. Write in a nice review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the New York Post Sports YouTube page. Give us a thumbs up below and comment below. What do you think about the Jets now? How are you feeling after Zach Wilson's best game as a Jet? And listen, I'm rooting for the guy. So whoever tweeted me, eat crow. They lost the game. I mean, we got to see this consistently because we've seen there's been, you know, a couple games he's been good and then the next week was terrible. So let's see it over the course of time versus three quarters. But I was, of course, I was happy to see. I was on the couch watching thrilled. I mean, it was must see TV. You know, it was a feeling we've been lacking for so long watching a competent offense and it was fun to watch. Now keep it going. You know, win games and keep it going. Because you're two and you know, two and three next week. Who knows playing the Eagles? The Eagles almost lost to the Commanders. So you never know. Eagles, it's a home game. I'm sure there'll be a ton of Eagle fans. But if you find a way to get to three and three going to the bye, you're feeling a whole lot different. People are feeling different even after a loss to the Chiefs there. So, you know, the spirits are much better. But if you go lose to Denver, the season's still pretty much over. So <laughs> to win this game and the Broncos look so bad. Broncos defense looks so bad that Zach should feast against this defense. He has to be able to feast against a Broncos defense that gave up 28 to the Bears, that gave up 70 to the Dolphins. You can't go lose 17-13 next week. Go out and win. And the defense, you better show up because the defense was not very good. I know they had a couple picks, but to get off to that slow start, it's 17-0 immediately. This thing could have got ugly. So the defense has to play better. Got to put more pressure on the quarterback. Mahomes had all day sometimes out there. Just got to be able to sack the quarterback. They got to be able to do that next week. And the quarterback will be Russell Wilson. So you got to be able to knock Russ down and not let Russ cook. Well, we'll be back Thursday to preview that Jets-Broncos game. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Gangs All Here. We'll talk to you on Thursday.